Thank you again for uh, last year I was here as well, Sukkis, and I'm happy to be back again. Uh, also, this, just like last year, I was sharing with you Zivrei uh, Torah from my Rebbe, Rabbi Dov Rosenbaum Shlita, his Rebbe in, in Yeshiva, Neri Yisrael. So this year as well, I'm going to be sharing with you uh, some of his Machshavas as well. Um, and also want to mention that I'm really, I think it's a big Kiddush Hashem, that what everyone's doing here, I'm not sure if everyone is machshiv mach the extent to when a person learns Torah, it has a shpah on the whole city and really you makayim the whole world to the whole to Phoenix. I mean, where else in Phoenix right now is there this amount of Torah in one room? Like it's, it's unbelievable what you're accomplishing. So tremendous good Hashem coming from another city and seeing what, what goes on here all the days of Cholamoy in your spare time. The Torah the Shema, that, that, that a person who comes and you have free time and you can be doing other things and you're sitting and learning, it's a wonderful Kiddush Hashem. So I would like to uh, discuss a shir that earlier Dov Rosmam gave on the Indian of Hidur Mitzvah, the, the Indian of uh, unifying a mitzvah. Start with the Gemara in Sukkah. The Gemara on the Fir Aleph from the base in, Su- in Sukkah mentions that there's a machloikes between Rabbi Yehuda and the Chachamim about whether or not lulav tzarech eged, which means that there's a concept that you have to, that we, what we do is we tie the hadasim and the aravas together with the lulav. Is that a requirement or is that something which doesn't have to be there? So this Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion that says that, it's, that you have to do it, it's ma'akev, lulav tzarech eged, that if you, don't do, if you don't tie it together, you're not yoytze the mitzvah of lulav. He learns out Xerah Shava, because it says Lukachtem Biamarishon, take Lulav on the first day, and, and it says Lukachtem Akudas Ezov by the by the Makas Pachoros, we were commanded in the Trayim to take a, 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 a Guda, a gathering, a, a, a group together of, of Hisop, the Ezov, in order to smear the dam. So it says Aguda there, so and Lukachtem over there, so Lukachtem over here. So Rabbi Huda says you have to have. You have, to, you have to tie the Adasma and the Rabbis together with the Lulav. The Chachamim don't learn out the Gzair Shav. The Gemara says they don't hold the Gzair Shav. But what do the Chachamim hold? They hold Lulav mitzvah la'oigah. They hold that Lulav, it's a good deed. The Chachamim, who we hold like, say it's a good deed to tie it. The Imlo Ogdo kosher. But if you don't tie the Adasma and the Rabbis together with the Lulav, it's still kosher. So they hold that, that and, and what's the reason? Why, why is, do they say it's a good deed to do it? So they say because of the Pasuk that says, the Gemara come, comes out at the end, because Shinemar Zek Heliva Anveyu. The Pasuk that we say in Shir Shalyam, that the Kla Yisrael, the Yamsuf, they said, this is my God and I will glorify him. So how are you supposed to glorify Hashem? the fun of the mitzvahs, to act in a beautiful manner before him through the mitzvahs. And how do you act in a beautiful manner? That when you do a mitzvah, you do it in the most beautiful way. And therefore, tying the Hadassim and the Erovis together with the Lulav, that's considered the most beautiful way to perform the mitzvah of Lulav, and that's why you have to do it. That's the Gemara in Sukkot. So there's a very well-known Machloikes HaRishonim. The Ritzvah over here asks Akasha. We hold like the Chachamim that mitzvah la'agoy, it's a, it's a good deed to tie it together, but if you don't, then it's kosher. So 
the, the Ritva says, is this a mitzvah de Raisa? Zekheli van Vehu? It's a Pasuk and a Torah. You have to do Hidr mitzvah. He says, that doesn't make sense. If it's a de Raisa, there, there's no concept, and there's Toysis to prove this in Gittin and Menachos, other places, that, that, that there's, in a, on a Torah level, there's no concept of Lechachila, you should do something. And the Dievet, if you don't, it's okay. Like, there's a mitzvah mezuzah. We don't say, preferable to put a mezuzah. Good deed to put a mezuzah. But if you don't, it's okay. No, it's not okay. It's a person is over a mitzvah. So if Zek Heli Van Vehu is indeed a mitzvah de Raisa, that you have to be mahadu, you have to, you have to do whatever it takes to beautify the mitzvah, that's a mitzvah de Raisa. How could it be that it's a good deed to tie the lulav, but if you don't, it's okay. So Ella says the Ritva, the Ritva concludes that really the mitzvah of Hidr Mitzvah, the concept of Hidr Mitzvah, is only Midrabonam. The Pasuk of Zekeli Van Vehu would just be an Asmachta. That's the Ritva right here in, in Sukkah. In other words, it's just, a, it's just a, a support to the Rabbonon. Really, the whole obligation to do Hidr Mitzvah is the Rabbonon. And that would explain why. The Rabbonon, they have, they have the ability to say, to do something, but the other, if you don't, you're still Yaitzu the Mitzvah. They have the right to set up the Rabbonon however they want. That's the Ritva. The Ravid disagrees with the Ritva. The Ravid holds that the Mitzvah, Hidr Mitzvah, is really a Mitzvah Dairaisa. You have to do the Mitzvah, you have to be Mahad, you have to, you have to beautify a Mitzvah, it's an obligation from the Torah. So what does the Ravid do with the Ritva's Kasha? How does he explain? If, 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 if the Mitzvah, if Hidr Mitzvah is a Mitzvah Dairaisa, then how could you, how could you be L'Chachila, you should do it, but if you don't, you don't have to. It's okay. How could that be? How does he answer the Ritva's question? So my Rebbe, Rav Rosman, wanted to say that perhaps you can explain that the Machoikis is how they understood Hidr Mitzvah. There's a Hakira, you, you can say this obligation that when you have a Mitzvah, you're supposed to do it in the most beautiful way. Is that Zekhele Van Veyu, Hidr Mitzvah, is that once a Torah is Megala, once a Torah says that do mitzvahs in the most beautiful way, it comes out that each and every mitzvah, a chaluk of that mitzvah, is to do it in the most beautiful way. That means part of lulav, part of es, part of mezuzah, part of every mitzvah, is do it in the most beautiful way. You need Chazal to point out what's considered the most beautiful way. It may not be something that you get to choose. But once we know that it's a, that, that, that it's a, uh, that it's a obligation to do it in the most beautiful way, it becomes part of that mitzvah. That's how the ritzvah understood. The Ravid, will explain how this fits in, but the Ravid, he understood, no, that Zek Heli Van Veyu is a separate mitzvah. It's a separate mitzvah. It doesn't become part and parcel of every single mitzvah. There's a separate mitzvah of Hidr mitzvah. So it comes out very good. The ritzvah was bothered by the kasha because he understood that if the Torah says that you have to do every mitzvah in the most beautiful way, then it comes out that a prat, a, a, a particular manner in which you're supposed to do lulav, is eged. That's how you're supposed to do it. So if that's, if minat Torah, you have to do it that way, how could it be yoytzeh? How could it be, sorry, how could it be l'chachila and b'dyevet? That's why he had to conclude it's only the rabbonah. Because he held his part in parcel, so he was bothered by that kasha. The, the rivet, on the other hand, wasn't bothered by this kasha. Because he, he understood that Zekhe remains a separate mitzvah of Hidr mitzvah. It's not part of every single mitzvah. And since it's a separate mitzvah, so you can't ask, how can you be Yotzei? There's two separate mitzvahs. There's the Lulav, and there's do it in the most beautiful way. So when the Gemara says, it's a mitzvah to do it, it means 
preferably do two mitzvahs. Do lulav and do hidr mitzvah. But if you didn't do hidr, you still have lulav. So according to the writer, it comes out that it's an absolute obligation to do hidr mitzvah. You have no choice. Correct. That's right. That's right. And if you don't do it, then when it says you're yoytzeh, you're yoytzeh lulav. In other words, it, it doesn't affect lulav. You're just over on a, on a mitzvah that you didn't do. But so if you have two, better do two. If you didn't do two, you just did one. Okay, you did lulav. Correct. So that's, that would be how to explain the, uh, the machlekes with the two. So just, just one kasha that we had on this, on this whole Indian really, is, is the kasha on this well-known Gemara that's often quoted more in Shabbos and Kuflam and Gimel in the days. Gemara is talking about the concept of bris milo, that it's doicha Shabbos. We know that really bris milo involves malacha. You're making a chaburo, you're making, you're, you're making blood come out. So really, without a special pasuk in the Torah, you wouldn't be allowed to do a bris milo if the eighth day falls on Shabbos. But because we have a special din in the Torah, Bayom Ashmini, on the eighth day, we say, Bayom Afilo B'Shabbos. Torah is emphasizing on the eighth day, even if it's Shabbos, the Torah is specifically giving permission to do bris milah on Shabbos. So the Gemara is, talk, is talking about over there that, let's say, we, I don't know, I'm not an expert in milah, but there's, there are uh, part of misrilah, there's, there's, there's membranes, there's part of the tissue, part of the foreskin that is cut, this, this is called tzitzin hama'akvim. There's parts that have to be cut off completely, and if they're not, it's ma'ake, if it's part and parcel of the mitzvah of milah, you're not yoytzeh bismillah. And there's also tzitzin she'en ma'akvim. There's also pieces of skin or a mem- membrane that if it, if it remains behind, it's not ma'ake, but it's still a kosher bismillah. So on Shabbos, the, are you allowed to cut off the part that is not needed for bismillah, that you would be yoytzeh without? So the Gemara says that if the kol's man, that the moyo is oisik, as long as he's still oisik in the bris meal, he doesn't stop to do something else. He's just continuing the, the maisa meal, he's, he's still continuing his oisik and trying to, to perform the mitzvah of bris meal. As long as he's involved in the bris meal, he can even cut the tzitzin hama'akvin. Even the tzitzin she'en hama'akvin, even the pieces which wouldn't be ma'akvin, which don't prevent it from being a kosher meal, you can still do those even on Shabbos. But if he stopped, if he interrupted and did something else, then he can't go back and do the season she'enam akvin. The only thing he can still do is season ma'akvin because he hasn't finished the rishnila. So every, and the Gemara says, what's the, the Gemara there says, Kuflam Gimel, the Gemara says, what's the reason why? Why is he allowed to do that? Season she'enam akvin, because the season she'enam akvin, because it's a hither mitzvah, to do the mitzvah in the most beautiful way. So, that, even though it's not ma'akev in the brismila, but still, it's the most beautiful way to take all, the, all of that off. So therefore, he's allowed to do it even on Shabbos, as long as he was Isaac in it. So, now everybody asked the kasha. This concept of Hidr Mitzvah, let's say you learn like the Ritva. Let's say you learn like the Ritva, that we want to say the Ritva's holding that it's a Dindar So Hidr Mitzvah is a Dindar How could you be Mechal Shabbos to fulfill a mitzvah derabbanon, you know, a derabbanon mitzvah derabbanon is not doicha Shabbos ever. So why over here would it be? Why? Right, right? You're allowed to cut off the even the mitzvah she'en ma'akvin mechal Shabbos. Why to beautify the mitzvah? That's only derabbanon to beautify the mitzvah. How could that be? And even if you want to learn like the rabbit, that that hither mitzvah is deraisa. And normally we say, I say, dochaloisa say that the positive mitzvah can be dochaloisa, but that's only true a regular loisa say. 
We have a klal, if there's a, a lois say that has kares involved, like chil shabbos, a person doesn't get skilo, there's kares. So it's a lois say sheyesh bekares. So how could like right? How could it be the mimanafshach? Whichever way you learn in the definition of hither mitzvah, whether it's the rabbanon, whether it's the raisa, how could the gemara say that you could be mechal shabbos to cut off the tzitzin she'ena ma'achim? Everyone understands the kasha. That's if you assume that the hither mitzvah is separate from the mitzvah that it's a hither too. But if it's a, if it's a hither mitzvah to the specific mitzvah, then it should take on the characteristics of that particular mitzvah. So and that particular mitzvah mechal you could be with the shabbos. So, so let, let's say you want to say that, that like the, 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 the svara that he was saying in the ritzvah, that it's part and parcel right. of the ritzvah. But like the, like the, huh? The ritzvah was saying, the ritzvah is the one who held that it's part of the, every mitzvah. Every mitzvah, part of every mitzvah, a prod in every mitzvah is hither. That's what we want to say in the ritzvah. That's why he was bothered by the kasha, how could he have the That's but why. In the rive, you could say that since the hither mitzvah is daraisa, and that hither mitzvah is a part of the mila, and mila is daraisa. So you want to combine. Unless you say, unless you say that the hither mitzvah, according to the rabbi, is a completely separate. That's what we're saying. Other, that, no, that it's is a separate mitzvah completely. Com- that is but correct. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's that's, a hither mitzvah for each and every. Well, that's correct. Mitzvah. That's correct. We want to say it's a, a completely separate mitzvah. That's what the rabbi. That's that was why the rabbi wasn't because once you say it's part of the mitzvah, then you have to answer. answer how could you have a lachachila and b'diavet in part of that mitzvah? No, not part of that mitzvah, but meaning that it's, it's a Hebrew mitzvah that's it, specific to that mitzvah, not a part of it, but it's, just, it's a Hebrew mitzvah of Milah. Right, it is. Same oh, Milah every mitzvah. Shabbos, so to the Hebrew mitzvah of Milah is the Shabbos. But not that it's a part of the mitzvah of Milah. It's still a separate mitzvah in itself as a Hebrew mitzvah. But the, but the, the Gilui of the Torah, Hayyam Ashmini, is only on the Milah itself. That's the, yeah, the Gilui of the Torah is only, it's not on the Hebrew. Right? So, well, but we'll answer in a second. So, so this is the kasha. So, maybe wanted to say that you can perhaps answer it based on a, um, there's a, there's a um, bir halacha, who seems to be bothered, who we're going to show, seems to have been bothered by this same kasha. Gonna, it seemed seemingly changed subjects completely here, but you'll see it's going to jump back to, to this Gemara in Shabbos. The, the bir halacha is in... Simin Tafresh Lamed Ches and Hilchas Sukkah. Yeah, Biralach and Tafresh Lamed Ches and Hilchas Sukkah. Machaber there is going on the on the halacha that we know. The Gemara tells us that it's a Mishnah that Atzei Sukkah are Oster Bahana Kol Shmeina. That the wood that is used in the Sukkah, the Schach, some Rishonim say even the walls, decorations that is designated for the mitzvah sukkah is asr bah, it's muksa. Now muksa doesn't mean like muksa on Shabbos, asr botanzo, muksa here means asr bahano. That it's cut off from usage because it's designated as kedusha sukkah, it's designated for the mitzvah sukkah. You're not allowed to use it for your own personal pleasure. You can't take something, take some wood and, and use it uh, from the schach and use it for firewood or anything like that during the entire sukkahs. So the Mechaber Paskins, like those who showing him that not only are the wall, not only are the uh, schach, uh, not allowed to use Hanoi, but also the walls as well. And the Mechaber also seems to paskin like some of the Rishonim that Toysis in Sukkot Daftes, Maralef alludes to, he brings your pain of time, but the Ran says very clearly, the Ran is in Sefes Beya, uh, the third parak. And the Mechaber paskins like this that says that 
this halacha that the defanos and the defanos and the schach become let's just say the defanos the defanos become usher is only up to the minimum shear, meaning we know that the minimum shear you have to have is two walls that are seven tefachim wide and and gimel afilu tefach shlishes afilu tefach third wall is a tefach, so you make two walls and a tefach seven by seven, and then if you want to continue making your sukkah bigger, so. Zok the, the Ran and the Taisus that that there's no din past those, past that minimum amount that does not become Asr Bahano. It's just the minimum amount. And the, the Ran says says Alashin in Beya, he says Alashin Sha'af the Fanos of Suros. He firstly he paskins first of all that includes the walls, not only the schach, Shagam Haim Srihim Lechir Sukkah. The Fanos, the Ran's logic is because that's also needed as part of the Nikdash Sukkah. That also becomes designated with Kedusha Sukkah. You can't get Hanah. And then he says, After you make the two Fanos and the third Tefach, if afterward you want to add wall to it, that does not become Asur. So that's, that's the sheet of the Ran. So. The, Seven seven or seven. Zayin Azayin, yeah. In other words, the first two are Zayin Azayin, and then the third, Afilu Tefach. If you read the first book, the tenth one, the last one. Tall or wide? Wide. So, Pashtus, it would seem like he's saying that only the, the extra three Tefachim don't become Osir. You could chop off those three on Yantif and use it. That would seem, what he's, seem like what he's saying. But we'll see in a second that it depends. But correct, that, that Zayin Azayin, the, the, the minimum Heksher Sukkah. That's what the Ran says. Um, so the Bir Halacha says that even like the Ran and those Rishonim that hold that that the, the din of Hechsher of Muksa that Aser Isr Hano on the on the walls is only the minimum amount. He says that's talking about a case where first you had in mind to build a sukkah that's exactly the Hechsher Sukkah Zayin Azayin and the Shlish Lafil Tefach. And after you finish doing that. And that was, you, you finished. And then you realize, oh, I want to make my sukkah bigger. And you add on more afterward. So if you do it in that way, that's what the Ran's talking about. Whatever you add on won't become usr. But says the Bir Halacha, if a person from the outset decides, I'm going to build myself a big, huge sukkah, whatever size it is, big. And he starts building and just continues in one process. And he continues building and building and building, even if it's huge sukkah, there, says the Biralacha, even those who show him are moideh, that the whole thing's also. It's only if you built the minimum, stopped, and then added on, that's when the add-on is not also. But if you, if you built the whole thing, and you add from the outset, then all that becomes also. And then the Biralacha says, why? What's my proof? He says, let's see if I bring it. He says, just like we find Mesecha Shabbos, Kuflam and Gimel, that calls man Shoisik Bemila, Chaiser, Altizashen and Akvin. Just like we find by Brismila that you can come, that the, that the Moyo can be Chaiser on, on the Tizashen and Akvin, the Hatam, the Kula Chada Milsa. He says the reason is because it's all one thing. So on the outset, it's like, what is the Bir Halacha proving? Like, it's like almost out of left field. He's bringing a raya from Brismila that you can cut the tzitzin and on Shabbos. That's a proof to this. 
that right that the sishenshe in makvin that you can even cut them that that's a proof that if you build the whole thing on the outset that the whole, they're all usher that's the bir halacha so I really wanted to explain that the bir, perhaps the bir halacha was really bothered by this kasha that we had that what's the pshat if it's hidur mitzvah how could you how could how is it possible that it's lecha shabbos we explain what manavshah right which either way like the rabbanon it's not lecha shabbos. The Raisa shouldn't be like a, 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 a love He's bothered by the Kasha. And the Pshad is that even though, and I'm not sure if this is really what you were saying, Rabbi Yaakov, I'm not sure. But either way, when he says, milsa, the Pshad is that whatever the motivation is for you to do that cutting, could be the motivation is because of a separate mitzvah of Hidr mitzvah. That's why you're cutting the extra tzitzin, right? It's hither mitzvah, that's your motivation. But once you do it, and you do that, l'shei mitzvah you have in mind, that's l'shei mitzvah and it's all part of one maisa, it becomes included in that one maisa. So it may be a separate mitzvah called hither mitzvah, the chiyuv may be a separate mitzvah, but the maisa ha-mitzvah would include the hither part. That's what, that's what the Vira Allah is saying, you see from there. So just like over there, Mesach Shabbos, it's a different thing that's motivating you to, uh, to do that, to do the to extra amount, which is hither mitzvah. Nonetheless, once you do it and have in mind that it's a shame mila, it becomes part of that one maisa mila, and even that's the Shabbos, because it's part even of the maisa mila. Huh? Even according to the Even according to correct. The ritva and the right, both. And even like the ritva that it's the rabbana, right? Even if it's the, correct, even the chiddush, even though it's the rabbana that's motivating you to do it. So here, in this case, what's motivating you to build a bigger sukkah? In one fell swoop. Because you need a big sukkah, you have a big family. That's what's motivating you to do it. You could really get by if you wanted, just everyone take turns and sit down in a, in a, in a tiny sukkah that's seven by seven. Well, you could do it that way. But something else is motivating you to do it, it doesn't matter. If you have in mind the shei mitzvah sukkah, that I'm, do, I'm doing this to make, make the sukkah, it's called one maisa asiyah sukkah, it's one maisa of making a sukkah, and therefore, would it still be included in the Maisa? So we're just showing that even if you learn, like you're from the Raivid, that the, that the mitzvah is separate or it's part of it and it's Rabbonon, but once you have in mind that it's, that it's part of the mitzvah, then it's part of the Maisa HaMitzvah. It will still be considered part of the Mitzvah Act. And these halachas will take place. Does the Mitzvah say that it's Rabbonon? Yes. He's Mifurish. He says it's Rabbonon right here on Dachyot Aleph and Beis. Okay, that's the, this shear is divided into two parts. That's one part. Now we're going to talk about a separate uh, Indian, also Negei Hidr Mitzvah, but a separate aspect, nothing to do with the Ritzvah and the Raivet. A very fascinating Chai Adam, and again, seemingly going off track, but we'll get right back to Hidr Mitzvah. Very fascinating Chai Adam that has the following suffix. We know, many of us have learned the Gemara in the third parak of Kedush in the very beginning. Mishnah teaches us a concept that if you have a choice to do a Mitzvah by yourself, or Ayyidei Shliach, you have a choice. You can do a Mitzvah either on your own or through a Shliach. You're supposed to do it on your own. What's the reason? Mitzvah bo, yosem mishlucho. That really, it's, it's better to do a mitzvah on your own rather than through, through a shliach. If you don't have a choice, you don't have a choice. But if you have a choice, better to do it on, on your own. So the Chai Adam has a following question. Let's say you have somebody who knows Safras. He's learned Safras. He's a novice. And he's able, on his own, to write a kosher sefer Torah. But his handwriting isn't really not, is really not so great yet. He hasn't have, had enough practice. So if he writes a Sefer Torah, it'll be okay, it'll be kosher, but it won't be so beautiful. So he could do it either on his own, 
Or he could hire a cipher who has artistic handwriting, and the cipher that he hires to be a shliach to do the mitzvah for him will make a beautiful sefer tire. So what should he do? On the one hand, you have the concept of mitzvah bo, yosem shulchol. Whenever you have a chance to do a mitzvah on your own, better do it on your own. So maybe he should write the sefer Torah himself, even though it's not going to be as beautiful. Or do we say, no, hidder mitzvah, he should hire the cipher and have, have a beautiful sefer Torah. That's more important. The Chayu Odom blibes Tzorachian, he doesn't have an answer. He says, I don't know what, the, what, what, what he should do in that case. Oh. But he didn't hire a chef? Okay, we're going to get to that. Uh, so, right, okay, that's good. So, you know, the chef could do it better, you could hire it. That's very good. I, I actually thought of this. I didn't think of chef. I thought if someone could do it himself or have his wife do it, <laughs> his wife probably do a better job. That's what I was thinking. You know, so I had the same stuff I get it. Yeah, but you know, so it, the, in other words, if it wouldn't be edible, if it wouldn't be edible at all, then there's no Shaila. Right. I, I can make it edible. But it won't taste as good as if my wife makes it. You know. All right, we'll get, we're actually going to allude to that in a second. So, I already said, what's, what exactly, besides, what's, the, what's going on over here? What's the Chayi Adam Suffolk? How can we explain the Chayi Adam Suffolk? So, he has two Mahachim, two approaches, uh, and how. What is the time now? Just a couple more minutes. So, uh, what is the, what is the uh, Suffolk based on? So he says like this. So if you look at Rashi in Maseches Kedushin, explains why is it that we say Yud Mitzvah Yosem Shukol. If you look at Rashi, Rashi says because a person will get more schar. You do a mitzvah on your own, you'll get more schar. In other words, Lufum Agra, the more tircha, the more you're involved in effort that you make in the mitzvah, the more schar you get. That's why Mitzvah Yosem Shukol. There's a Tzvur Shor that says a different Tzvur. Tzvur Shor Nuchashchita says that the reason why Mitzvah Yosem Shukol is because if you have a chance to do a mitzvah on your own, and then you go ahead and hire a shliach, that's a bizillion to the mitzvah. Well, you could have done it on yourself, and, and you give it to a shliach to do, you're belittling the mitzvah, saying, yeah, it's not, let someone else do it, I don't want to deal with it, right? So it could be that the chai odom, his, his shaila would, on a simple way, you can say, the chai odom's shaila is, is, who's right? Is the reason for mitzvah b'yosh like Rashi? If it's like Rashi, that you get more schar when you do it yourself, then you can hear a strong sad to say that a seifer should do it himself. More schar, get more alam habo. That, that, that could be one side. And the other, or is the Tavur Shor right? Tavur Shor's svara is that the whole reason why you shouldn't give it to a shliach is because it, it's a design to the mitzvah. So that wouldn't apply here. Because here, why is he giving it to the seifer? To make it a more beautiful mitzvah. To be mahadr in the mitzvah, to make it more beautiful. So that, so, so, so therefore, in this case, it's better if the Tavur Shor's svara would be right, of the whole reason for him to be anyway is shouldn't be mavaza. Here he's not being mavaza. So that's one way. One other way to explain what the Chai Adam's Shaila is. And that is like this. Um, you mentioned that the Gemara says, the Gemara said, alludes to different people uh, did different maizim to prepare for Shabbos on their own. So really this halacha is brought down in Shulchan Aruch. The Mechaber brings this halacha. It says, Yashkin Mavokar bring Mishishia Lachin Tzarchi Shabbos. I apologize if I take a couple more minutes if that's okay. Okay, so it says that a person should get up early on, on Arab Shabbos to get ready for Shabbos, to, to prepare the needs of Shabbos. Even a person has many servants who could do everything. A person should make an effort. 
Chaber uses the lashon of ishtado. You should make an effort to at least do something on your own. Don't let the avadim do, do it on your own. But if you look at the Rambam, the Rambam has a, a different lashon. The Rambam says, see if you catch the difference. The Rambam says in Hilcha Shabbos, Perek Lamed Halach Avav, even if a person is an extremely important person, a person doesn't normally go shopping, he doesn't do household chores, nonetheless, what's the difference? What, what does he say? Instead of Yishtadel, catch it? He's obligated. So everybody asked, this lotion of Chayev, he says, what's the whole rationale? Why are you supposed to do it yourself? Because of the concept of Mitzvah Yosem Shulchal. That's why you should be perfect Shabbos on your own. So what's the reason for Mitzvah Yosem Like Rashi, Mitzvah Yosem Shulchal, is you get more Elam Haba. So Chayev? Right? That wouldn't make sense. Right? Yishtado makes more sense. You should make an effort to get more Elam Haba. It's not an obligation. You have to do it, right? Yosem Shulchal. It's better, right? Like to assure that it's bizarre, so then it should be usher not to do it on your own. You shouldn't say you're obligated. Obligated means that you have some sort of obligation to go ahead and do it. So he wanted to say a big chiddush here that the, the reasoning of the Rambam holds a third shot in, in mitzvah boyes mishulchol, not like Rashi, not the tefushor. The Rambam holds that mitzvah boyes mishulchol is a chaluk of the concept of hidur mitzvah. It's hidur mitzvah. And since we're learning Zechariah and Veyu, it's a chiyuv, it's a separate mitzvah to, to, to honor the mitzvahs, to beautify mitzvahs. So mitzvah, when you do a mitzvah by yourself, that also is beautifying the mitzvah. It's showing a chashivas. Now, why did the Tavu and Rashi not want to learn like the Rambam, if this is true? The Rambam holds that, that mitzvah is, is because of Hidr mitzvah. The reason is because we're, we'd say, they would tie where do you find Hidr mitzvah? Hidr mitzvah is when you have a chafetz. And you make the chafetz, a lulav noah, sukkah noah, talis noah, that you beautify that. But if you're not beautifying the thing itself, you're just beautifying the manner in which you do it, by doing it yourself, that they would tell you that there's no concept of hither mitzvah on that. The Rambam holds there's two parts of hither mitzvah. I just want to quickly add, you find in Arve Psachim, the beginning of Arve Psachim, it says that Tzamech Mincha on Arab Pesach, you're not supposed to eat after a certain time, Tzamech Mincha. Why? In order that when you eat, when you come to the Seder, it should be L'tayavon. If you look at the Rashbam, the Rashbam says, why when you eat the Matzah should it be L'tayavon? He says, L'hadir es ha-mitzvah. You're beautifying the Mitzvah. The Ran over there doesn't say that pshat. The Ran says the reason why you shouldn't eat is because we're afraid that if you start eating, you'll eat so much that by the time you eat the Matzah, it'll be an achil gasa and you won't be yaitzi the Mitzvah. Why does the Ran not want to learn like the Rash, Rashbam? The Rashbam is holding that you see there, the teyavon, you're eating with an appetite, that's a hither mitzvah. Now, is, it, is the matzah more beautiful? No, it's the same matzah, right? It's just the manner in which you're eating. I have an appetite. So you see the, the Rashbam if, would hold like this Rambam that the hither mitzvah applies even to the manner in which you do it. Whereas the Ran holds the hither mitzvah, like the Tuvashor and Rashi, is only in the chefzah mitzvah more beautiful, not in the way you do it, okay? So it could be, we want to say that this, that, that they, perhaps the Chai Odom held like the Chiddush of this of this Rashbam, of this uh, of the Rashbam and of, of the Rambam, that here the mitzvah applies to the manner in which you do it too. So therefore, mitzvah is a hither mitzvah. So it comes out getting back to the Shail of the cipher. Yeah, he could write it himself. 
if he writes it himself, why is it better? Because it's a form of Hidr Mitzvah. If he gives it to the Sefer to, the, to write, why is that better? Because it's also a form of Hidr Mitzvah. So it could be the Sefer of the Chai Odom is, which aspect of Hidr Mitzvah is, outweighs the other? The result, that the Hefzer should be beautiful, or the manner in which I do it? That was the Sefer. If it's the Hefzer, that the, the end result should be beautiful, then give it to the Sefer, you have a beautiful Sefer Torah. But if it's the manner in which I do it, so it's better mitzvah, they should write it himself, to show the chashivas of the mitzvah, that form of hidr mitzvah would outweigh that. He wasn't sure which of these two, chalokam of hidr mitzvah, outweighs the other. Right. I apologize, sir. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, thank you.